This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seats with 50 as a pop or kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. But Coming to you from Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago, Illinois, on Sunday, April 29th, Two Oceans 12. Yeah, we did it. We're here. Since last I spoke, you listened. I attended Roger Ebert's Ebert Fest at the Virginia Theater in Champaign, Urbana. And yeah, did, it, did you guys go to it? No. 
It's out there. It's a train ride away. I enjoyed all of the movies that Mr. Ebert chose and look forward to going again uh, next year, hopefully. I saw uh, Patton Oswalt in The Great Overlooked Big Fan. I saw, yeah, I saw Terry featuring the always amazing John C. Riley. I saw the incredibly involving Academy Award winner for Best Foreign Film uh, from Iran uh, called A Separation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that movie's really the kind of movie where you go, woo! A Separation, yeah! Yeah! As, uh, <laughs> as Pete Holmes would say, as T.J. Miller. A Separation, Yeah! People are going to see the listing for this show and see that those guys aren't listed, and they're going to be like, oh, finally a show without any yelling. <laughs> and I pick up the mantle and do it anyway. Yeah! Uh, where was I? Oh, A Separation, which is, which is a movie that uh, it really it taught me some lessons, like never get married or separated. <laughs> and the, the one movie that was worth the entire trip to go out to the uh, Ebert Fest, a movie I've always loved, uh, Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah. yeah. In a theater with 1,600 people who laughed a lot and uh, I assume were as moved by it as I was. So it's a, it's a really good movie. It gets better every time I see it, but it's not for everybody. Some people are like, that's silly and weird. I'll be back next year, Roger. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> now it's time for Tweet Relief. Tweets about movies. At El Smucho on Twitter wrote... I need to see the new Dark Shadows in IMAX like I need to see my own hemorrhoids in IMAX. <laughs> this has been Tweet Relief, Tweets About Movies. From the... Hold your applause until the very end. <laughs> From the Corrections Department, director John Irvin is alive and making movies. I called him dead on a recent show. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was in a car or on a stage, but I said it and people pointed out to me that I was wrong. I'll be at the Zanies in Nashville, Tennessee on May 26th, 27th, and 28th, and uh, each day at 4.20. Stand-up on Saturday and Sunday, and then Douglas Movies on Monday. And if you come to the stand-up shows, you can win a seat in the Douglas Movies show on Monday, which falls on Memorial Day. Now it's time for Watch This, Not That. Yeah. New, new style version. Slightly different version. You, sir, what is, your, what is your favorite movie of all time? Back to the Future. All right. <laughs> People are already judging. Hmm. All right. How about you, young lady? What movie do you like? The Notebook. <laughs> she even said it like, I know where this is going. The Notebook. Yeah, sometimes people make it too easy for me. Watch Back to the Future, not The Notebook. <laughs> this has been Watch This, Not That. <laughs> Someday I'll have a harder choice to make. I love the ads for, uh, what's this one now, The Lucky One with Zac Efron. Have you seen that one? No, she hasn't seen that one. Uh, the ads say, it's the best Nicholas Sparks movie since The Notebook. And what has there been since The Notebook? Two of them? Two Nicholas Sparks movies? And then now Lucky One is the best one since. 
and they still didn't say it's better than the notebook. That, that to me is the only way you'd even, even remotely get my interest. If you said, has more action than the notebook, would be a good thing to say. Less old people with Alzheimer's than the notebook. Less lead actor standing around with his shirt off than the notebook. All right, let's look at the prize bag, you guys. Yeah. First of all, look at this. Custom made, dropped off at the show by someone who didn't even get a ticket because uh, this show sold out really fast and uh, you guys, uh, you all jumped on it. So uh, I'm very proud of you. But this guy was nice enough to bring a bunch of bags that say Doug Loves Movies and have a... I'm not crazy about how I look. <laughs> Especially in my... It looks like I have one of those huge, like, you know... Uh, what, what would you call it? Like a ball belly? Um, but it does say Douglas Movies prize bag, and, and Douglas Movies is coming out like I'm smoking something, but I'm not holding anything, so... That's, that's what my life has come to, is smoke comes out of me when I'm just walking around. <laughs> Look at that guy. Smoke is coming out of him. Is he tired? But this is what... Uh, this is, I got to read the card that he included, because it was so nice of him to do this. He gave me a bunch of bags, and then he also gave me, and I included it in this bag, uh, one of several um, comic books that he does, and I'll explain it to you right now when I read this. Doug, hey, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I listen while I paint and make comics. And I'm amazing at Build-A-Title. Now, first of all, everyone fucking thinks they're amazing at it. But when you're sitting up here, it's really hard. And it's super extra hard if you're driving a rental car. My collaborative comics group, Trouble Club, that's what the comic's called, Trouble Club, would like you to have five copies of our fifth issue to throw out as prizes on your podcast. I think you will like them, and I think your audience will too. Well, you know, it doesn't matter if they like them or not. It's the thought that counts. Then he says, these are jam comics, kind of like improv. A different person writes and draws each panel of any given strip. So that's kind of a cool idea. There's a signed and numbered silkscreen print with each issue, as well as uh, stickers, Trouble Club stickers. Also, my friend Carrie and I made these bags for you since you recently said on a podcast that the prize bag was just a pile. <laughs> I didn't have a bag one week, you know. I always have to use a bag. So now I've got five of these, so for the next few weeks, people will be getting these on the show. And uh, thank you to Carrie and to Jeremy. And, uh, yeah. Who, like I said, they didn't, even, they didn't even get in for the show, so that's extra super nice. All right, what else is in here? There's some good stuff in here, you guys. Uh, I brought a copy of a documentary called uh, Sweethearts of the Prison Rodeo. If you, if you haven't seen it, it's very entertaining because uh, it's all about women who are in prison but learn rodeo because that's more fun than, uh, than working in the kitchen or the laundry or whatever. Also brought by a guest, two classic movies, The Evil Dead and Die Hard 2, both on, both on DVD. Another guest brought uh, just a, a fistful of fake money. $20 bills. Y'all. I included a snack from my hotel room, a rolled gold pretzels. And uh, I think there's another snack in here as well, maybe. No? I kept the rest. 
I thought I put a Snickers bar in here. I think there's, yeah, there's a Snickers bar in here. And then someone recently <laughs> wrote to me somewhere or wrote on, uh, on a message board that they thought the prize bag part was boring to listen to. And I was like, well, God, we got to tell people what's in the prize bag. <laughs> Sorry, it's boring. <laughs> uh, my first CD, Professional Humoridian, a uh, CD by my friend Sleeper Agent called Celebration, and a drink cozy that says Moon Tower Comedy Festival on it. That was one of my guests just came from the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas. Moon Tower Comedy Festival bottle opener, and... This, this weird bag of things that we're going to talk about when he gets out here, because I, I don't know how to explain it. Moon Tower Comedy Festival condom. <laughs> it's pretty smart at a comedy festival to give those out, because the comics are all prowling the town <laughs> with their diseases. And then, oh, also, also Jeremy and Carrie included a, a pink T-shirt with a weird drawing on it. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's everything that's in the prize bag, you guys. Somebody's going to win this tonight. If I can get ba everything back in the bag in a timely manner. Oh, there went the bottle opener. Thank you, sir. You guys are so helpful. So what else is going on? <laughs> you guys are having a nice day? It's a pretty good day in Chicago, right? Just started raining right now, I think. Yeah, so we did, we did it right. Good timing, everybody. Please help me in welcoming to the stage my guests for this evening, Steve Archer, Dan Telfer, and Brendan Walsh. Here they come. Oh, here comes the stool. There you go. Very good. I threw your microphone on the ground. I'm sorry. Apologize for that. Do we have enough microphones? Nope. Oh, I was supposed to bring one up with me. There was supposed to be a handheld one in the back that I was supposed to walk up with. I'll just so, do TJ, the whole show, yeah! <laughs> Pete TJ. If somebody could please bring up that other microphone, that'd be... i that. be oh, Whatever. Wow, he's going to go get it himself. Dan Telfer. Dan Telfer. Do-it-yourselfer. Proactive. <laughs> Dan Telfer, the do-it-yourselfer. I got a nickname, finally. I love to give out nicknames. Right, the beard? Yeah, yeah, that's your most clever one yet. You shaved it up, man. I cleaned it up, your yeah. Your shit's tight right now. Thanks, dog. <laughs> you know, I was thinking those bags, too. Uh, conversation starter. If you take them to the grocery store. If you win. Yeah, like, who's that weird guy like, with who the... wins, yeah. Who's that guy with the weird... Oh, sorry. Weird uh, body. <laughs> the weird shaped body. Oh, it's called a gunt, too. A oh, gunt. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I teach people horrible new words. What happened, Dan? I've been informed by the. I've been informed by the house manager. There is not a fourth microphone in the club. in the building anywhere. No. Hmm. Even though that calls and emails were, were went back and forth about are there five microphones? Yes, there are five microphones. I was told. So really, we're gonna have to share microphones. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna do Did, this. Didn't that didn't happen the last time I was here? Right? You were on the show. I was on the show. Yeah, we had, we had enough microphones to go around. We did. Yeah, somebody, somebody must have stole a microphone. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Let 
be a lot less crosstalk with less microphones. I think about doing that sometimes with TJ and Pete and Jeff Garland. Just bring them out and say, yeah, we'll give you a microphone when it's your turn to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when we'll pass it to you. How loud can you get without a microphone, Steve? Nobody, nobody can get, don't ask him that and all then right. expect him to ask all, answer off microphone. <laughs> nobody no. can get loud enough to be heard on the podcast, which is what we're here for. So uh, make sure that, you know, you I just wanted to pass make it to him with a stranger yell. That's all I was trying oh, to okay. do. Oh, okay. Yell, Steve. What should I yell? <laughs> I don't think anyone should answer that question. That you did, why didn't you yell? I don't it. think I should answer that <sighs> This is going super well. Yeah, this is great. This is fantastic. Uh, what is this that you brought? Please explain. Okay. Yeah, okay. and so keep the microphone. A Velcro bag with a USB drive in it. Um, I recorded a, a, an EP for AST Records, and the uncut version is on here with a little bit of material that got cut from the EP. Who gives a shit, right? But it's on a USB drive. Don't pander to me. I live here. <laughs> it's, it's on an Alice in Wonderland promotional USB drive that I found on the giveaway desk at my office job, uh, and it's... Magnetic, uh, and yeah, and then there's a bunch of buttons with dinosaurs on them. <laughs> I thought there was more stuff on the drive. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you? Just, what was on the there drive? There might be photos, uh, <laughs> but I, I'm pr- just I, your EPs on the drive. I, I, I don't want to get fired. Stuff. I don't feel like I should say anything else. Oh, the word okay. promotional. Oh, there's some promotional stuff. You know from, what? It's uh, not from it's a not, motion picture that it's uh, it's, it's, came it's a out. key that I fashioned myself. I welded some pieces of metal together, and then I rubbed it on the computer that had the master cut of my CD on it, and there, it might be there if you throw it at your computer. Okay, let me, let me give you a mic that's going to be easier to pass around between the two of you. Oh, oh, that you was, very much. That was a smooth transition. That was super smooth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Very smooth. Yeah, yeah. So this one is... Oh, that was Steve, everybody. Oh, he did find another microphone. This is... This is really coming together. Do you guys want to like wait 10 minutes and then we'll start the show? <laughs> all these things, I, I, as soon as I got here, I was asking about all of this and I was given the assurances. And then here we are, setting up still. Hi, Steve. Hi, Doug. You were here on Tuesday night. I was. You came to see the show. Yes, great show. You made, thank you. Uh, it was a stand-up show with me and Dan Telfer and you made a uh, name tag. That was the Evil Dead poster. Yes. Changed Steve. to say Steve-El Dead. Yep, that's me, Steve-El Dead. Yeah, yeah. And did I get your name right at the top of the show? Is it Archer? Absolutely, you got it. Steve yeah, Archer, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I remembered that. That's pretty impressive. And um, So I decided that's my lucky movie and brought it for the prize back. Yes, you brought Dead, that yes. and Die Hard 2, your yes. other lucky movie. Yeah, it, I couldn't find Die Hard 1. Would you like to... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know how lucky a movie is. Like, Die Hard 2 has yeah, the most depressing first 20 minutes of any action movie. Oh, an entire airliner full of people explodes. <laughs> and then Bruce Willis is like, I got to keep that from happening again. Would, uh, like, would... what did you keep it from happening? <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we want from McClane, not, oh, that was a, I missed out on that one. Let me get that one next time. I don't remember time. that one. <laughs> I, I must have only seen that once. I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Would uh, would with a vengeance have been better? Would should three one three have been a better choice? Is that the one where they drive through the park with Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the one with Samuel L. Jackson. Or is that you four? made it sound like it's not an action movie at all? <laughs> is that the movie driving through the park with Sam Jackson? 
Isn't he like trying to take Miss Daisy then, to the stove? And they solve puzzles. They do puzzles together. It's really chill. It's like a nice Sunday afternoon. <laughs> okay, it doesn't work, you guys. But thanks for trying. Back to passing. Yeah. That's why it's called Zanies. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the stand-up comics. <laughs> but he tried. That's the important thing. That's what really matters. Uh, yeah, so Steve is here and because of winning and uh, so far is a delightful guest. So let's hear it for Steve Archer, everybody. Doing my best. Oh, that's why you said, now I get it, that's why you said Die Hard is your uh, lucky movie, because that's the movie that you guessed correctly. You went negative names, you went negative one names, and you took it down in the very first round. You were the only person who got to play. The category was found footage, which is movies where someone goes barefoot. I could, I could, I could oh. feel the resentment coming <laughs> from the crowd, and I got called out. And of course, first one, oh, come on. And of course, Bruce Willis goes uh, barefoot because uh, some dude sitting next to him on the plane in the beginning of the movie says, oh, a great way to relieve stress is to take your shoes and socks off and curl your toes in the shag carpeting. In a filthy and hotel thank God, room. No. <laughs> well, that was his recommendation, but he went straight to Nakatomi Plaza. Right. Right? So Argyle took him straight to the Nakatomi. Right. So to see his wife soon-to-be ex-wife in the beginning of the story. And uh, so he, he's in some room that has shag carpeting in Nakatomi Plaza and takes off his shoes and starts doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like know. that I... shitty, stupid advice. <laughs> like you would try that right away. Oh, I can't wait to relieve my stress <laughs> by rubbing my feet in some shag carpeting. Uh. And then Can we stop be, talking about his feet? Jesus and then we Christ. have to be... At least it's not Uma Thurman's feet. So... <laughs> Seriously, nothing skeeves me out more than when she's trying to make her toe wiggle in Kill Bill. <laughs> that lady's got some monster feet. She's got big flippers. It's almost feet. like some a dude just stood in for her on the feet shots. Like she was, <laughs> like she was busy. Oh, I'll just get some guy. Some spider woman from like a carnival freak show. Just like, I yeah. Think she's, uh, I think she's sexy. Oh, I, she's a sexy lady, but those... But keep your those, shoes on. Those, <laughs> <laughs> Could you put on these galoshes before I bang yeah. you, Miss Thurman? I will not have sex with someone who can play more than one mandolin at the same time. <laughs> it's a rule we all have. We're all guys, right? Yeah, un un unspoken rule. Yeah, I'm sorry I said it. Yeah. The first rule about foot clubs and not talking about foot clubs. Uh, <laughs> All right, Dan. You were across the street doing something at Second City? Yeah, over at Second City. I teach over at Second City. So oh. I was teaching a class and I came on over here. What happens to your class when you move out to California? I'm not moving to California. You're not? I thought that was your plan. Uh, it was before I got a job here, so... I got a job. I was, like, unemployed trying to get a writing job, and then I got a writing job here. So we're all good now. Oh, okay. Like, maybe, who knows, in, in a decade when, you know, I accidentally set my office on fire, but... I, I love it. It's good to have you here. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna set Somebody your office see when on I come fire? to town. What's that? You're going to set your office on fire? I was fire? just trying to find a hard out for talking oh. about my day job, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't hard enough. No, no. I find arson is a good way to end a conversation, though. I use it all the time. Yeah, just so then I set something on fire. It's the end of every story that you tell. And every uh, friend interaction. <laughs> hey, why won't Dan stop talking about arson? 
If you love somebody, better, better set, set them, them on fire. fire. <laughs> Dead Milkman, ladies and gentlemen. Dead Metaphysical Graffiti, it's a good album. They're kind of playing again. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them. That's felt- Brendan Walsh talking about something that has nothing to do with movies. Yeah. Dead Milkman. Yeah, they were good. They, uh, do they still? Yeah, they're coming back. They are? Yeah, yeah. I saw him at a festival last year. I think told Johnny Schrader, our, our mutual friend, I think he knows Dead Milkman. Maybe he does. I think he's like buddies with them. Hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> but Brandon Walsh is here, everybody, and he... Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Brandon Walsh. Flown in special. Flown in special. Audience favorite. I love doing the podcast. I love you guys. <laughs> I just wanted to say... Have you... I, I, have you ever gotten an answer right in the Leonard Maltin game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you may have. I did. Uh, I got The Wrestler with negative two names. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, it's pretty good. Would you go Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Todd Barry. I know. Uh, <laughs> Todd Barry, Mickey Rourke, Marissa Tomei, I believe, was the proper order. <laughs> this is a super name-droppy episode. I know. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then we go to Steve, who is here, having, I, having won the seat. Yes, Brendan. I just, I did want to share with everybody. I am I lost my cell phone on my way here. So if you see it anywhere, no, no, it's somewhere in Austin. It's lost. But <laughs> so when I do a, my usual shitty job at the Leonard Malton game, I'm going to blame it on being distracted by my lost cell phone. <laughs> what? I think. <laughs> I thought I would get more sip. No, it's not a joke. I like, anybody here ever lose your cell phone? It's hard to do anything else or think about anything else but getting your phone back when that happens. It's almost like losing a baby. It's worse. <laughs> it's almost as bad. <laughs> Have you put out an Amber Alert for your phone? <laughs> Are you putting signs up on... Street, street corners. That's funny. I should do that. You should I don't tw- have a picture of you my phone. You should tweet though. about it. To put it on milk <laughs> Just go to a cat. Go find a catalog on the internet. Yeah, and take, take a, a picture pic- of what your phone looks like and hang up flyers. Has anybody seen this phone? Yeah, I'll do it. It's gonna be on every milk carton in Austin. That one. <laughs> that phone. Keep Austin weird. <laughs> so I was gonna ask you, Steve. How long have you been a Douglas Movies listener? Uh, let me. See. My first episode was the John Lithgow episode. Oh wow! What and an I never interesting, looked back. Interesting place to come in, never into back. it. Yeah. Because somebody had recommended it to you or something. Somebody, somebody recommended and said, "Oh, and he's going to have John Lithgow on. It's going to be amazing." Yeah, go, go, go a, Lithgow. Because you've been wanting to have him on forever, and then I had been, yeah, but you missed oh. all that. You missed I all did that build-up. Build you just jumped right. You just jumped right in. When and then jumped right so in. So he's got the, John Lithgow. What's right the big deal? Fast forwarded to the end. Yeah. Very nice. Have you been to the uh, cinema lately? Do you? Uh, yeah, most recently, uh, I saw Cabin in the Woods. Woo! Oh, s- say no more. Amazing. I won't. No, no spoiler. Nothing it's, else about it. You are absolutely right. That there is nothing else to say about it other than it was great. I've gotten a little. You've talked. It, you've said it's too good. Backlash. I've gotten oh, a yeah? little, little bit of that, but you know, at least at least the surprises haven't been spoiled. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it for I can't most wait. people. It's really great. It you, made me extra excited for the Avengers, because I was like, this Whedon-y goodness is only going to continue. Josh Whedon-y week. goodness, yeah, yes. Yeah. Josh yes, Whedon-y yes. goodness. Yeah, it is, it is a good lead up to that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm disappointed in the box office numbers that Cabin in the Woods is doing, but I think part of the problem was that 
it's hard to promote the movie. Difficult to market, yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to market. It just kind of, it just unfortunately has to look like a very cliched kind of movie. And then it turns out it's, it's the it's, opposite of that. It's not, yeah. So anyway, people will discover it on home video and every chance I get to uh, video, <laughs> DVD, <laughs> Blue, Blu-ray. Coming is that, soon is that to Betamax. <laughs> Dan Telfer, have you been to the cinema lately? No. <laughs> Too busy teaching and not moving. <laughs> I have two kids California also. So. And two kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so. have two kids? I do, yeah. Wow. The last thing I saw was uh, The Innkeepers. That was pretty good. But, uh, Innkeepers, yeah, yeah. just bra- bra- brand spanking new to DVD and Blu-ray itself. Yes. Yeah, it just happened. And it's a good movie, right? Yes. I, I really liked it. It's a, a ghost story where it's very few characters, but they're actually interesting characters. It's yeah, not like I, one of those found footage movies where you're like, I don't give a shit about these people. Hurry, hurry up and knock a chair uh, over, ghosts. Right, 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 right. The hotel is also just fucking spooky as nuts. Like that whole bit, like that basement. Ugh. It is a spooky nuts basement. It is. Totally spooky It's like nuts. the kind of spook that only some nuts can give you. Moving on to Brandon. <laughs> What's that called? The innkeeper? The in- in- innkeepers. Innkeepers, yeah. Okay. You were, so you were at Moon Tower Comedy Festival. That's where you lost your phone. Yeah. And you probably didn't go see any movies because you were busy I, doing a festival. Yeah, there weren't many movies playing. I think they showed one. I think they showed Freak Dance, that UCB movie, but I, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, Matt Besser directed that. Yeah. Amy Poehler's in it. I saw, uh, I saw Bully. I was actually going to see Cabin in the Woods, but I walked to a movie theater. I ate a p- big pop brownie and went for a walk, and the movie theater was, like, way farther than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so I, so I, I missed uh, the Cabin in the Woods, so I went and saw Bully. That documentary. What'd you do? Walk from like downtown over I to the South Lamar? No, no, no. This is in Los Angeles. Where oh, I live. oh, oh. Where, where, <laughs> wait. So where you live? You didn't know where the movie, th- the, how far away the well, movie I theater was. Well, I decided to walk, and I thought it was closer. I just didn't think it would take as long to walk. Which there. theater did you walk to? The Americana in Glendale. I live in Silver Lake, though. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's three miles. It is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's not bad. It's like, what? That's, that's a long-ass uh, walk. Yeah, it was a nice day. Three that's, miles. That's, yeah. What? And you walked the whole it's three like miles back after? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I get my exercise. I eat pot, walk to the movies, <laughs> take a two-hour breather. <laughs> Rest your tootsies for a couple hours, take your <laughs> shoes off, scrunch up your toes in the shag carpeting. <laughs> we found a microphone. Test check. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They built it from scratch. <laughs> well, they walked three miles to another comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as it's not as difficult and epic as walking to a movie theater. And I love you, doing that. What did you see after the walk? I do that, too. I, I'll definitely walk, uh, but like a mile I, or I so. I usually, yeah, well, the Vista and the Los Feliz. Well, there are two other theaters I go to that's like a half hour walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and what, what did you end up seeing? I totally forgot. Bully, what bully. Oh, bully. Yeah. Wow. You walked three miles. Intending to watch to children being woods. abused by other children. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. It's, <laughs> it's not a great movie. It's a good, it's, it's a good subject and an, right. an important subject. I thought it. I, These days. I thought it had potential to like emotionally wreck me. You know, like I thought, like oh, I might feel like I, I hesitated before I went and saw, it, but I didn't want to see anything else that was playing, and it was fine. Like yeah, I didn't even get 
really that You just sad. wish you were more depressed by it. Kind of. Like, you kind of wish the kid who was getting bullied, like, was going blind slowly and had a child <laughs> to support and worked in a factory and was sick musical bully him better. Better bullying. There was some real weak... It was really some half-assed bullying, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Really hacky like, stuff from the bullies. Don't Stupid idiot. It. That's about it. And they had to cut out the swearing to get the PG-13. Did you see it before or after that? Oh, I saw oh, yeah, it. They say, like, probably after. after. Did they say fuck three times? How many? On the ceiling I, I if remember. you love me. What? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't <laughs> There's a one kid like counting. I didn't there's a one kid a on thing. a street corner bothering count. another kid and he says fuck a few times like you oh, fucker yeah, no, yeah, fuck yeah. you fucker. I think I heard that yeah yeah so you probably saw the R rated version because they they had to take okay. the fucks out okay to get the PG thirteen but as I was watching it the first time I was like why is it even need like just bleep it or whatever it, right it's like young people are is the target audience yeah so go ahead and take the fucks out of it. There's a lot of kids who've never heard those words before. I know, that's the other thing. Oh, my God. I just heard a new... This morning, I heard a pool full of 30 children screaming fuck at uh, somebody. It was the best time. What did you do? Did Uh, you shit in the deep end? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was great. It was great. It was great. Okay, okay. I'll try and tell the story as quickly as I can. Uh, uh, Time's up. All right. (laughs) No, I do want to hear it. Okay, so I took my younger daughter to a swim class, and... Uh, half the, the pool was, it was a hotel pool, half was for the swim class, half was just this utter chaos of 30 kids just like shoving each other and jumping off of this hot tub platform and going nuts. And then this mom comes in who's apparently responsible for all 30 of these somehow and goes, get out of the pool, we're going to church. And all the kids went, fuck you, mom, fuck you, we're not going. And she went, get out of this pool right now or I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And they all got out of the pool. <laughs> For church, even the even the church kids know. If, you, if you've never We're been going to church in wet bathing suits, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you've never been to church in Skokie, I highly recommend it. It's a totally different. Go first, go swim in a hotel pool, and then go to church. Very important you do that sequence so you can really get the full Skokie. Full Skokie. <laughs> I just like that as an expression that I'm going to use from now on. Oh, my God, that guy went full Skokie on me. (laughs) (laughs) There was 30 of us. We thought we had him, but then he said he was going to beat our ass if we didn't get out of the pool. I never, I didn't say fuck you to my mom when I was a kid. Well, I didn't. I I say it all the time now. I just call her up. Fuck you, mom. Click. My, my mom is listening to this podcast right now with everyone saying fuck and getting real disappointed in me. What? Because she you knows you're, you're doing not, it? You, hi, uh, hi. Has she heard uh, my podcast before? No. She'll just listen to it because you're on it? She, yes, definitely. You didn't have to tell her. Get a friend yeah. with GarageBand to bleep that she's shit for my, you. She's my Facebook friend. It's an old and terrible oh, story boy. of friends with parents on Facebook. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows that story, that old. Yep. Yeah, not I'm good, lucky. Not my, a good idea. My mom doesn't know from the internet, so I'm very lucky. <laughs> the, the additional stuff my mom would know about me if she had internet access is, I, is terrifying. I found out my mom listens to my podcast, which is fucking... It's absolute filth. It's absolute... <laughs> it's absolutely three kids in a pool. 30 kids in a pool. Yeah. It really kind of bummed me out. And you can't make them stop. God, you can ask nicely. (laughs) Fucking stop listening, Mom. (laughs) It's time to fucking go to church. (laughs) 
<laughs> Put on your fucking bathing suit. Right Let now, my parents are listening to this podcast, and they're really disappointed that I'm not sticking up for parents who listen to their kids' podcasts. <laughs> it's <sighs> about time that you did. Up. I liked it. I knew. I learned new words like gunt. You never heard. Well, that you before? totally dug your own hole there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody pimped you into saying cunt. <laughs> Guns, guns, guns. What is it? Oh, I clearly said guns. <laughs> clearly said guns. Steve's mom. That was a callback. Callback. What? What's the G part of the gunt? The gut. The gut. The gut. gut. Yeah, gut. and I, don't I know. get the rest <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't. <laughs> the G is the best part of the gunt. <laughs> just sounds cool. <sighs> I would call that a pants belly, too, sometimes. Like, when you see a big fat guy, where he just, like, they just put the belt on wherever, cause, and then, <laughs> well, cause, just when you lose all form, belly and, then the and then you got, like, belly, that, yeah. that, like, big gun thing in your jeans, I would call it a pants belly. <laughs> If, if only that had Everybody been the first term we used, we wouldn't have had that C-word confusion. <laughs> Does anyone hunger for games? Yes. yes. May the odds be in your favor and your hair be an absurd color. Maybe we should just have one microphone between us again, Steve. I don't know what that was. I'll, I'll be good. <laughs> You're being good. You're being good. Do any kids have a podcast? Oh, there have to be. There's so many goddamn podcasts now. I bet there's like a kid. You have kids? You yeah, can. I would never let them. I would be funny. Yeah, give like them their own podcast. Is that a podcast? I'd listen kids to that. for Christmas, I got you a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, swear into microphones would... for an hour. <laughs> and then no, I'll, it would and then be I'll put it on the internet. It would just be my daughter, my older one, singing. Uh, like a broken version of some beautiful child song for 45 minutes straight. And I would love it, but people would listen to it and just be like, what the fuck is happening? Why does he let his daughter sing for 45 minutes? Is she mentally disabled? <laughs> she graduates college. Like, why can't year? she get the fucking song right? I see this guy in the front row is practicing Ghost Protocol with his hood up, and he's asking the same question with his eyes. No, she's four. Oh, okay. I didn't know. F- I didn't know four was a cutoff. I'm glad you leapt to uh, mental disability without asking how old she well, was. Well, you know, she she could have been twenty-two. <laughs> Let's play build a title. Yeah. Let's get fired up. We'll start with our our new friend here. We'll start with Steve, and then we'll move to Dan, and then to Brendan. Give, t- give Brendan time to uh, have his most recent pot brownie wear off. <laughs> I was, we should have. If I'd have known, we would have walked over. If I'd have known that that was, that was part of your process. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, let's just take a cab. Let's might, walk. Might rain. All right. Tank Hughes, T A N K Hughes, as in John Hughes. Of, of, of Chicago fame. Uh, Tank Hughes suggested not a John Hughes movie, but a uh, James Bond movie called Dr. No. So, Steve, we need you to come up with a movie that ends with 
doctor or part of it or begins with no? Uh, I'll go with uh, doctor, no country for old men. Nice. No country for old men comes up a lot in this game for some reason. I don't know why, but you did it. I was thinking maybe nobody's fool might come up. Now we go to Dan. Doctor, no country for old men at work. Okay. The classic Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen movie. I don't know if I've ever even sat through the whole thing. Brendan, Um, what do you got that ends in doctor or begins with work? I can think of uh, something for both. What's up, doctor? No country for old men. It's right there. That was my pre-guess. What's up, doctor? What's up, doctor? No comedy. Wait, (laughs) no comedy. (laughs) No country. (laughs) What's up, doctor? No country for old men at work. Steve. Uh, men at Working Girl. Yeah. Oh. You don't have to say the whole thing. Working Girl is so weird. <laughs> nah, he doesn't. Yeah. Working Girl is so weird because it's, I think it's PG-13. I don't think it's an R, but it's got... It's some, pretty sexual, it's isn't it? It's got some sexual stuff in it, especially in the very early going. They're in like a limousine, Melanie Griffith and Kevin Spacey, and Kevin Spacey is watching footage of himself eating a woman out in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And then later in the movie, you have to see Alec Baldwin with his shirt off, and he is the fucking hairiest motherfucker. Yeah. That it should be rated R. That, weird at all. I, maybe it was rated R, but whatever was rated is not I enough. Think, I think it was rated R. Yeah. I think it was, but it was still just shocking, you know what I mean, to see, like, you don't Kevin see... Kevin Spacey eating out of You don't shit. see a, a, someone eating a girl out in, in R-rated movies ever. Not in R-rated, no. No. <laughs> Just in G-rated movies. <laughs> okay, so we have What's Up, Doctor? No Country for Old Men at Working Girl. What's Up, Doctor? No Country for Old Men at Working Girl. Yeah, that's what I said. Girls <laughs> just want to have fun. Yes, they do. Girls just want to have fun. We got a little golf applause for that one. (laughs) (laughs) What I did sounded a lot less impressive when it's interrupted by... That's what I do. I interrupt. (laughs) Okay, Brandon, you need... uh, You you made your bed. Now, Lionel, you need something that ends with what? Yeah. Or begins with fun. I just thought of one. What have you got? Um... Funhouse. That's a movie. Yeah, that is a movie. Funhouse. It's got Squiggy in it, doesn't it? If it doesn't, it should. <laughs> Hello. It should have. <laughs> Hello, Levine. Hello, it should Levine. Have, it should have uh, David L. Lander in it. Okay, so we've got What's Up, Doctor? No Country for Old Men at Working Girls. Just want to have Funhouse. Party. House of party. course, house party. <laughs> I know what to do here, but we'll see what Dan does. Do you want to say the whole thing? I won't interrupt this time. Oh, no, no. I promise. <laughs> oh, ha, 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 ha. Uh, Oh, wow. Are we playing build a title or are you taking over the world? <laughs> uh, what's up, Dr. No Country for Old Men at Working Girls Just Wanna Have 
fun. What was yours? House party. House Parteen Wolf. Parteen Wolf. Could have been a little less strenuous to just say House Party 2, but that's cool. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Brendan? Uh, Has to end end in what? So, like, can you think of a movie that, like, the last word is twat? Because that could work. Now I'm just going to be extra (laughs) filthy because of Steve's mom. (laughs) Uh, Boy. Twat's love got to do with it? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Wolf. 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 Okay, yeah, yeah. Wolf. Wolf. Wolfman? Yeah, Wolfman. Yeah. (laughs) Or you could have gone Wolf N. Or oh, wolf, wolf and well, Blitzer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got man. Oh, we got man for Steve. Let's uh, man who knew too little. Yes, man who made a really long title. This is impressive. Man who knew. That was on like two episodes two, ago. Somebody used. Yeah, who it's knew a too it's a good one. It's a good go to when man comes up, which it, it does a lot. Um, okay, so Dan, you got little house on the prairie. That was a television program. <laughs> And a series of books. <laughs> I can think of a movie. I, I Never a, mo- a motion picture, though. Yeah. So am I out? No, you can, okay. I'll give you another chance. I can only think of this uh, Little a- Man Tate. Yeah, why? Oh. That, that would have been good to I say before. I think that's before, what they said yeah. two episodes ago, though. I'm before, like recycling. Oh, I see. Well, that's not yeah, cheating. That's, that's, right, that's what I got. Good luck. Tate. Oh, man, Tate. Yeah, Little Tate. man, Tate. So we have, what's up, Dr. No Country for Old Men? At working girls just want to have fun house party. Parteen wolf man who knew too little man, Tate. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. Tate. Yeah, yeah. Tate. Uh... Oh, don't say anything, you guys. Oh, shit. The audience is dying to help. Oh, God. Tate. Tate, 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 you're out! Okay, yeah, yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Little Man, Tate Men Out. Yes. Men out. Oh, shit. To Eight Men Out. Yeah. All right, Dan. That was a good Do you think one. you could say the whole thing, Dan, without looking at it? No. <laughs> That's the fourth word. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Um, oh, I'll say it, and then when I get to the end of it, you can add to it. What's up, Doctor No? Country for old men at working girls just want to have fun. House partying wolf man who knew too little man. Tate man out. Tate man out. Out of time, a movie. Yes, it is. All right, there we go. Yeah. I usually like the guests to know what the movie is, but but since you're not Graham Elwood, I'll let it slide. I believe, wasn't it uh, uh, Denzel Washington? Out of time? That's the one, yeah, where the, the, the devil is like a ghost that hides in Denzel Washington. No. What? I don't know, man. The devil is a ghost hiding in Denzel That's Washington? That's a different Denzel Washington you're movie. You're thinking of devil in a blue dress, maybe? No, uh, Fallen. Fallen, yeah, yeah. Fallen, yeah. someone's Fallen. Yeah. I got it out of time. Because there's a time limit, right, where he, like, he's outside of a human body and he has to run. I, 
you're fascinated. Eva, <laughs> Eva Mendez, I think, was in that one. I think. Uh, okay, so out of time. Bandits. 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 Time bandits. So you have to come up with something that starts with bandits. Or. Or. or what's on the other end. Ugh. Yeah, you still got that what's, but there's another Ugh. fun way to go with bandits. The pressure's on, Dan. Um, the clock is ticking. Oh, God. Uh, you can do I know, it. Oh, oh, it's a wonderful life. Yes. <laughs> Time band, it's a wonderful life. Wouldn't it be fun if we did one once like this that never ended? <laughs> No time for Leonard Maltin. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Hope you like Bill Yeah, Tata. we got to make way for the it, Brett Ernst show here tonight. It's a Wonderful Life of Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. It sounds like people were objecting to that. That's a good play. It's a wonderful... Wait. Yeah, why were you people so upset by that? Because it's fucking hard to start a movie with Brian. Trying to end it. <laughs> uh... Brian Wonderful Cranston, life a man, an actor. Of Brian. Brian. Yeah. Brian. Oh, Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. Gables. Yeah. Or Bulls. I think that might be a stopper. I'm done. I'm I think yeah, that might be a stopper. To Gables. That's it. We have a winner. Uh. Dan Telfer is our winner. What's up, Dr. No Country for Old Men at Working Girls? Just want to have fun house partying. Wolf Man, who knew two little men, Tate Men, out of time band. It's a wonderful life of Brian of the Green Gables. <laughs> I smoked too much weed for the, that was a good one. <laughs> for the longer titles. You almost died of asphyxiation hard, when you were doing that. It was hard for me to get that one all breath. out. And I and I didn't pronounce the Brian of G Green Gables right. I was when I you also said Anne of the Green Gables. Yeah. Anyone seeing Anne of Green Gables knows the legendary Green Gables. Yeah. I, I would have gone Bri Annie was what I was thinking. Oh. But yeah. But you know Me is too easy. <laughs> It is? No. <laughs> yeah, knee just is a hard on, one. I think we had, I think we had knee recently and, didn't, and we couldn't come up with anything. And then, and then people wrote to me on Twitter and said, this is what you should have said. Needful things. As they always do. Yes. Needful things, yes. Ooh. Good one. Glad gotta, I fucked gotta, you with Gables. Got to remember that one. Like, you know, it's like Scrabble. You got to remember the, uh, the ones that, are, that help you to get to where you need to go. All right. So Dan's going to get to go first when we play uh, Leonard Maltin game, which we will do as Little soon Little man tate-legged freaks. Nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's back on. <laughs> Cross everything after eight out. <laughs> We're starting over. No Leonard Malton. Fuck your name tags. <laughs> Freaks, do it. Come on, Steve. Uh, yeah. I think the last time Little Man Tate came up, it went Little Man Tate Mile. Yes. I think is oh, where it went. Yeah. Yeah. Three yeah. movies that start with eight. Really fucked up. Yeah, so... Gentlemen, please, let's, audience, name tags. Did oh, you bring yeah. any? Wow. Everybody has a name tag. Every single person has something, except for this young lady right here. You're going to let him represent. I like the way some people have figured out that they can illuminate their name tag. 
with a flashlight or something. There's a lot of there's a lot of clacking noises. Dan, Dan has a horse's head that says Mr. Ed, which is not a movie. How creepy would it be if I did the rest of the podcast? I think this is a working mask. Should I just wear this the rest of the show? If you can get your microphone in, yeah. All right. I would love that. If you can, it's it's. I think your head might be a little too big for it. But we have some uh, some cupcakes, which I always enjoy. And they, what's the name of that girl from uh, Toy Story? Jesse. Jesse, of course. And that's your name. I'm guessing. Oh, that's a nice one that uh, that Brendan picked out. Andrew loves movies in the front row. That's a nice one. No, I'm good. I don't. All right, let's do this. If shit. I, if this I ate a- everything that people brought me, I would have the biggest gunt. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies, very clever. This is a guaranteed win right here, yeah, right? I no cheating. You can't look through it. I, I know, I know. So Steve picked uh, David, who brought, who just attached a, a very simple piece of paper with the name David on it to not only Leonard Maltin's 2012 movie guide, it's but from the, from the fucking library. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so, be honest, I sort of picked it because I was like, I'd like to have that. I think, Maybe I'll keep it. No, I think you should. Library. I think you should. I think, because those libraries, you know, they'll come at you. No, they'll come at David. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Checked it that's out. what I'm saying is keep it, and then uh, uh, you know, Detective Bookman will come and have a uh, <laughs> will come and have a chat with him about. And uh, Dan Telfer has the horse's head on. I gotta say, I, I kind of like it. It's I know, and I'm doing this. You know, I'm trying to commit to this bit, but there is zero blood in my head right now. <laughs> Clearly, this guy. It's Mr. It's too Ed. Tight so your name is Ed. It's okay. too tight on your head? Very much but so. But you know what you could do really quick just for the visual gag and then take it off? Pretend to blow yourself. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Eat that gun! The saddest part is he clearly stole this from a child. Like, he took this off a child's skull, the only thing that would fit in here, and I just rubbed it on my groin. Eat that carrot, boy! Uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's the second horse head mask we've seen today. That is weird. That is weird. It's especially weird because... Oh, God damn it! All right. That got, was the most you painful got it off. experience I've ever had in my life. There's All right. Well, so hang on to it, though. Oh. It's a name tag, so the idea yeah. is to keep it up. Oh. In the, to not throw it down on the ground. Turn my glasses back. What's the name of the person? Ed. Oh. <laughs> that should be easy for me to remember. And then uh, Lorassic Park. Very, a very nice, Laura. a very nice Jurassic Park illustration. Painting. Changed to Jurassic Park. Oh, and she even wrote the shithead on the back. Or yeah, is that what everybody. That's does? for later. Oh. Don't don't share it. No, did David write his shithead on there? He did. He oh, did. nice. Does the horse have a shithead written on it? He spent all his energy punching a child in the face. <laughs> decided he could no longer operate the sharpie. Well, I know since it's a horse's head that the the shithead should be the godfather. Hey, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm right on a punchline, and you start talking. I interrupt. <laughs> what are you, you're giving it back to him So now? we can write it you on the back. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, I can take care of that stuff. I, I can run the show, and you can sit the fuck down. It wouldn't down. be a waste of time if you didn't draw attention to it. You get it halfway done? All right, you'll take care of it later, whatever. I'm tired of talking. If you didn't talk to him about it, into the microphone during my awesome Godfather joke. So the horse's head... Uh... Oh my God! Had you, so much. you had one. 
<laughs> you had one in your bag at the hotel. Yeah. Yeah, I have a horse head mask in my, uh, in my suitcase. It's cool looking, too. Why do you have that? Not your phone, but your horse head. You remembered yeah, your horse head. Yeah, I lost What a weird-ass coincidence that there's a fucking horse head back in your hotel room. Yeah. And someone brought one as a name tag. Uh, Me and Duncan Trussell were doing these shows in Moon Tower, and we didn't know how weird we wanted to get with them. So I brought a horse head and a Coolio wig. Coolio so your wig name is Ed? Yes. Okay, all right. So <sighs> I'll have to try to remember that since you gave him back the... Oh, you took it back, but you, there's, there is a shithead on the back? No, I took it away. I got bored. Okay. You, you got bored. You can go if you want. <laughs> no, no. You, don't, you don't have to stay. That's not the kind of board. boring. Oh. I was in a very awkward position, actually. I was where I was going to fall in the front row trying to dangle the horse head over the first three rows. Yeah, the yeah. You were totally shoving your gun in that lady's face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to say Mission Impossible for gun protocol. <laughs> I don't wait for an end. Don't wait for an end. I couldn't wait. <laughs> All right, Dan. I'm sorry I yelled at you. I was flashbacks to TJ and Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pierce. That was a really good one. But we're starting with you, Dan, since you won the yep, uh, yep. the big game. You get to pick a category. The first person to uh, let's see how we're doing on time. Let's let's do the standard two points. First person to two. And you get to pick from the following categories, and then we'll then we'll move on to David over here, and then around to Brenda. Would you like? Oh, Steve. I called him David because he's sitting there with <laughs> so David in his lap. It makes sense. It tricked me. Playing for David, Steve. Steve will dead. Would you like the at King of Pancakes category, which is the number one movie at the box office ten years ago to this very day, or? Just came up talking to Brendan about it. Uh, the category bully, which is movies where someone is bullied. Or, <laughs> this is a crazy category, one word review. It's a, someone pointed out to me that Leonard Malton once gave a movie a review that it, the entire review consisted of one word. <laughs> so would you like one word review? Bully or the number one movie at the box office 10 years ago. He only gave the one word review once. There's not like a bunch of movies with one word reviews. He may have done that gag more than once, but this is the one that was pointed out to me. It okay. seems pretty extreme for Leonard to just say one word because he likes to talk about And it's movies. not because it's the most random movie ever. He's like, and the movie's just like, duh. Like the review is just duh because it was like some like house party nine bullshit. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's do one or word. Like one word. Or, said, or like if I had said two words. There was that famous two words review in uh, Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Shit sandwich. Shit sandwich. Because <laughs> the album was called Shark Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're go you want to go with that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. One of the. Okay. Someone just wrote to me today on Twitter going, Is anyone ever going to pick that category? And I wrote back, Not if they're smart. <laughs> oh, then we're going to have to go all out with this one, Doug. All right, here we go. The film is from 1948. <laughs> yep. This is going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> Leonard lists seven names. And the review... 
It's the only, it's the only clue. I'll give you two clues. The genre is comedy. And the one word review is all that Leonard says about this movie is no. <laughs> well, that confirms it. You picked this as a category because the review is hilarious, not because there's any chance anyone will ever guess this movie. Holy shit. Yeah, it comes down to a shit ton of strategy at this point. Because, All right. Because you have to open with some sort of bid. Right, that's the best part. Uh, <laughs> the audience is recommending seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, They're pretty smart. All right. What's your bid? Oh, God, I really want to just... Let's just go down in flames with this one, right? I, 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 think, I think it's pretty obvious that you should just say seven names. <laughs> all right. You should probably get all the names if you can. I'm voting for the flames. Seven names, seven names, seven names. Seven names, but. he says. And then what does Steve say? <laughs> Six. Do not number. Brendan, Brendan. Yeah, of course not. I'm surprised it didn't happen one turn ago. I know. Yeah, name that movie. Yeah. Oh, Oh, Steve, what did you do? Remember, he won in one round. He played one round. He deserves this shit. I would would rather have Brendan have a point than Dan. Oh. Oh. It's not. It's strategy. So it's easier to catch up to Brendan. I'm going <laughs> to fuck you so hard the next round. Oh, How much boy. could a guy know about movies if he walked three miles to see Bully? <laughs> <laughs> and there were teenagers chasing me the whole way there. <laughs> Was it R or PG-13? <laughs> what they were saying to you. <laughs> All right. Here are the clues again. Comedy and No. The year is 1948, and Steve playing for David, who stole Leonard's book from the library. Your six names are Pearl Bailey, Roland Culver, <laughs> Patrick Knowles, Billy D. Wolf. <laughs> Billy D. Wolf. Billy D. Wolf. I think he's the voice of the magician in the uh, Frosty the Snowman cartoon. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so. Or the guy's doing a Billy D. Wolf impression. <laughs> His famous Billy D. Wolf impression. No, sometimes, sometimes cartoon voices are an impression of a famous person, like mm-hmm. the Ant and the Aardvark. Uh, John yeah. Biner did both of the voices, and one was Dean Martin, and the other one was uh, Jackie Mason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I'm going to go. I, I'm starving. I got to eat some ants. What are you doing eating some ants? <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds more like Matthew McConaughey, but you got the idea. <laughs> Um, all right, all right. All Thanks. right, all right. Mona Freeman <coughs> and Mary Hatcher are your six names. Do you have any idea? The audience is in pain. You should give him a point if he can name a movie within five years of 1948. <laughs> <laughs> it's that hard. Yeah. Um, any idea? 
I, I, I got nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. What is that? <laughs> the reason the review just says no is because... Is it like racist or something? That's the only thing I can think of. It's is, some, it's, is it called... No, it's, the yeah, review just says no because the title of the movie is Isn't It Romantic? Ah. <laughs> no. I kind of want to see it now. It's like oh, boy. Leonard's pretty much saying it's completely not romantic. Did he get bombed? But he gave it two stars. <laughs> is it that kind of a famous movie? Or no? Uh, I think there may have been another movie called Isn't It Romantic? Or some other movie with romantic in it? Had Billy I know Billy all three words have been used in titles. And, but the, the star of this movie, which probably wouldn't have helped anybody in this room, including myself, is Veronica Lake was the star of Isn't It Romantic? No. Brendan Walsh has a point, everybody. Ding, 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 ding. Boy. Game master alert. Just hanging out with you and talking to you, I've never used the sentence, Brendan Walsh has a point. <laughs> hey! Everybody, listen up. <laughs> Brendan Walsh is right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That so. doesn't sound right. <laughs> so we'll start with Dan and then go towards Steve. Yeah, I'll pick them topics. Right? Does that change the order around? No, no, go the other way. Dan, then Brendan, and then Steve, playing for David, who stole a book. <laughs> pick a category, Dan. Would you like, and by the way, you're great at picking categories. <laughs> I feel bad doing this one right after that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, you're going to bait me. At Blue Sun 2, B-L-U-S-U-N-2, suggested... A movie whose title is only two letters. Two-letter titles. I've done the research, and there's, a lot, there's quite a few of them, more than you'd think. Or, at Dead at Home suggested, Peggy Sue Got Marleyed in Me. Oh. And that's movies where Kathleen Turner dies. That guy made that up? She was in Peggy Sue and Marley and Me, and, you know, Marley is a ghost in the... Christmas, I, I think that's what that means. Jacob so Peggy Marley. Sue got Marley in me. Right. Kathleen Turner dies. Or from at John W. Morrison, timely as today's earlier conversation, found footage, movies where a character or characters are barefoot. Uh, let's go for more gross foot bullshit. Let's, <laughs> let's keep that theme going. I could only think of one, and we used it last time. Yeah, so... There's another one. I mean, it's happened a lot. Now. There's a lot of movies where people are barefoot. <laughs> right, there's a whole movie in Die Hard. It's not all movies where the protagonist is barefoot for 100% of the movie. It's like... I cannot go... Can, it, I, can, we cannot have a conversation about it, <laughs> but maybe. Okay. Barefootedness is featured in some, some respect. Exactly, exactly. Could be the movie The Barefoot Executive, because that was about a chimp that didn't wear shoes. It's not The Barefoot Executive. <laughs> could, be, could be Barefoot in the Park. With Robert Redford and Jane Fonda. <laughs> Leonard Maltin gives this movie that features barefootedness three stars. The year is 2009. He says about this movie that uh, it features a disabled man and that it is... Um, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an Oscar winner. It won some Oscars. Oh. Okay, 2009, and there are four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten names. How many names do you think you can get it in? Dan Telfer, <clears throat> staying in Chicago. 
Eight names. The gem of Chicago says eight names. The and we gem. go to Brendan. Eight names, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you to name it. All right, let's do it, buddy. All right, my money's on Dan. Steve is going to be bringing up the rear after this happens. <laughs> or Brendan will win, and that will be I'm it. not even going to say the clues again, Dan. No, why, why would you? You can ask for them after you hear the eight names, but I'm just, in, in interest of time, I'm just going to say the eight names. Maybe I wanted to keep... Uh. What's, why are you talking to people in the audience? What's going on? <laughs> Focus on the game, Dan. Worst guest ever. <laughs> Laz Alonzo was in this movie. Wes Studi, CCH Pounder, Joel David Moore, Giovanni Ribisi, Michelle Rodriguez, Stephen Lang, and Sigourney Weaver. Oh, those are your um, eight names in a movie from 2009 that got three stars. Shush. <laughs> so are you coughing the answer or just coughing? <laughs> this woman's choking on her beverage. I know. Is, is it choke? <laughs> really? That's your guess? Choke? Is a Chuck Palahniuk book? Because I'm, I'm willing to is guess Giovanni Ribisi in it. I'm willing to guess that not one of those eight people are in choke. Maybe Giovanni Ribisi. What a shitty in strategy I had. Maybe. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the guy in the front just said, you're going to hate I apologize for underestimating you, Brendan. I apologize. <laughs> the other names are Zoe Saldana and Sam Worthington. Oh, fucking Avatar. Really? Yeah, the motherfucker's barefoot the whole motherfucking time. Yeah. <laughs> His bare blue feet. That was such a piece of shit movie. I erased <laughs> it from my memory. God damn it. So what the hell just happened? Did Brendan oh, win? Oh, Brendan just won. won. Yeah. yeah, Brendan won. Yeah, man. Using strategy. I'm even wearing all blue oh when I got that shirt <laughs> Sorry, child puncher. Eight names. Well, but you certainly have nothing to be embarrassed about if you hold yourself up to the fact that, that recently Pete Holmes couldn't get Devil Wears Prada with that all. With crazy. all of the names. <laughs> Meryl Streep. I've also never guessed the, the movie girl. correctly. Anne, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, that's all you need you right there. Stanley uh. Tucci. <laughs> the girl from Five Year Engagement. Blunt. <laughs> Emily Blunt. Oh, I thought you were Why saying would I forget slang that? for a body part. <laughs> a blunt. She does have a nice blunt. That's when you shit your pants. That's the bulge in the back of your pants. It's called a blunt. <laughs> well, congratulations uh, on that stunning victory. That's <laughs> yeah, right. pretty impressive. Thank you. Oh, yeah, just leave it on the. Okay, now, Dan, do me a huge favor and put your microphone down on your stool or wherever you want to put it down and go, go get from that gentleman. He can write it down on a napkin or something, but just go grab who he wants me to call his shithead. And uh, we've, uh, we, you know, we've ended with... I was, like, trying to save time by not saying the clues again because I thought this would go another round. Oh. At least. Yeah. Because uh, Avatar seems so easy to me. <laughs> you, just blo- you just blocked everything about it out of your mind? Like, I'm, all, I, I, yeah. I'm sorry I asked you a question when you don't have a microphone. <laughs> There's the shithead. There you go. Yes. He's got it. All right. Have a seat, Dan. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Um, let's just play another round for funsies. Oh, yeah. 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 
let's see here. What does that even say, dude? Is this like that's just like a friend of yours or something? Yeah, he's, he's a, a comedian, comedian from Chicago who lives in L.A. now. Say as much about it as you can. Yeah. <laughs> His name is pronounced. <laughs> and then, okay, I got... Think wow, these are some interesting shitheads. Oh, there's on the back of this one. Yeah, we don't care, though. You won. Oh, she doesn't get the... Oh, that's she, gets she gets the gets prizes. prizes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I thought you got to... I thought you got she everything. gets the motherfucking prizes! <laughs> but she can call someone a shithead, too. The way you said, okay, okay, it was like we were all screaming at you. <laughs> so I was like, I that's might as well. the pot brownie <laughs> kicking in. Why are they so bad at me? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Nobody yells at me in the movies. Oh, look behind your shoulder right now. Yeah, right over his shoulder is Sam Kinison. He's looking Scream, right at me. Scream in peace. Uh, who did you... Oh, uh... Who did you play for? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> oh, oh! Where is, where is Lorassic? You went way back there? Yeah, she's like on the side. Could you come get Bottom. your prize, Laura? You give her her thing back too, right? Let me see who she said for her shithead. Oh, I like that shithead. That's a good one. Thank you. are welcome. Congratulations, Laura. There's your prize bag. Yay. You're welcome, Laura. You're welcome. It's always got to be about you. <laughs> There's your horse head back, Ed. Thank you. Yeah, just feed us some peanut butter. <laughs> That's how they made Mr. Ed talk, supposedly. That's what I'd tell people when I was a tour guide at Universal. Were you really that? Yeah, yeah, and we'd have these stories because the, the trams stall out sometimes. Oh. So wherever you stall out, you have to be able to tell a story. So if you stall out in Western Town, you just go, this is where all the Mr. Ed, or not Mr. Ed, what was the movies with the talking horse? Oh. Uh, uh, shit. Um, joke. No. <laughs> I want to look that up. I want to see if Giovanni Ribisi's even in there just to give you a shred of dignity. I don't oh, think he Sam is. Sam Rockwell <laughs> fucking. I always mix those two up. Yeah. I never mix Francis those two Francis the talking mule? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would go, I would go, this is where all the Francis Talking Mule, I'd point to a random barn and just go, yeah. that's where they filmed Francis the Talking Mule that's movies. Funny. And to get Francis to talk, they would feed him peanut butter and uh, he'd move his lips around like, like Steve is demonstrating for the audience now. Thank you very uh. much, Steve. Wow. This, this girl in the front row doesn't know comedy club etiquette. She, she keeps talking to us. It's the ball show? Because all of our testicles are in your face? It's the gunt show. Did you, did you not think that would be a possibility when you accepted the front row seat? Oh, we don't need to talk about it now. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not Mike, so it's a weird thing to listen to on a podcast, me chatting. You with yelled at me when I talked to her, and then we have to go into her whole seat. Because she keeps talking. That's why I yelled at you for starting this shit. <laughs> Look, I was pushing a piece of string on the ground with my foot, and she took it away from me. It was very territorial. That's what I'm saying. Anything comes into your head at any point, just shout it out into a microphone. It's weird. There's a robot on your hoodie. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. All right, Steve, we'll let you pick a category, and then we'll go to Brendan and then to Dan. And... Uh, you could choose between the following. <laughs> At team underscore hate, team hate, wrote DBH, which stands for Do Bong Hits. 
which is apparently an expression they use on the President Steve show in Philadelphia, a show I like to go on, so I was happy to accept this category. Plus, the bong hits thing helped, too. So this is movies where someone takes a bong hit for whatever reason. (laughs) (laughs) At I Make Jokes 1 suggested Diane Keaton, and that's movies where Diane Keaton dies. (laughs) I've been getting a lot of those from people lately. Killing off these aging actresses. Where different people die, yes. And then, in honor of my good friend Jeff Garland, who is from the uh, Chicago area, at at Fuzzco66 suggested Grandma's Cock, (laughs) which is something Jeff likes to say. (laughs) There's no movie. It's just you have to think of things Jeff likes to say. (laughs) No, it's movies that Jeff Garland is in is the Grandma's Cock category. So which one would you like, Steve? Grandma's Cock or Diane Keaton or Dubong Hits? Uh, how about Dubong Hits? All right. This is from... <laughs> seven or eight people clap for that. This is from 2009, and Leonard Malton gives this movie in which somebody does a bong hit, two and a half stars. He says about this movie that uh, it is laid back, and he says the results are somewhat mild overall. Ooh. Yeah, mild overall and laid back. It's kind of same thing. And uh, he lists... Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> there's someone... Now your pod brown there's someone, No, there's someone with a junior in their name, but he listed it separate, so I thought for a second that someone who's just called junior... <laughs> <laughs> Is in the movie, but that is not the case. And there are, so it screwed up my count. Five, six, seven, ten names. How many names? What? What year was it again? The year is 2009. How Uh, many names do you think you get in, Steve? Oh, but seven. Steve Archer. What part of town do you live in, Steve? Uh, uh, Lincoln Square. And what do you do do for a living? I'm a karaoke DJ. That's why he's been so good on the mic. <laughs> and, and talks when it's his turn to talk. <laughs> How many names? Eight? Uh, I'll bet seven. Seven, okay. Seven, seven. Brendan? Goes to me? Sure. Um, did you say what genre the movie is? Or no, you don't. Do you, do you not say it's that? It's the bong hit genre. <laughs> oh, oh, right, okay. It's got a bong hit in it. And he calls it laid back and mild. So it's probably not an action movie. Probably not a period piece. Um, but I'm not I'll saying... Go, I'll go six. Okay. What do you think of that, Dan? Uh, Brendan Walsh named that movie. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> I have one in mind, but... Okay. Could be wrong. We'll see. Your six names are... Gene Simmons. <laughs> Beth Grant. Former and future guest on the show, David Keckner. Oh, I know what it also, is. Also a hard one to rein in. He, 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 he's really wild when he's on. Oh, yeah. Dustin Milligan. Clifton Collins Jr. Clifton Collins Jr., who's one of the vegan police in uh, Scott Pilgrim. And J.K. Oh. I always say this wrong. J.K. It's either Simmons or Simons. Simmons. I think it's Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Those are your six names. Yeah, you know it. What? No, I'm talking to... Oh, yeah, Dan knows it, so he's dancing around like he's some sort of victory. Some sort of hollow victory he's having over there. I probably saw this, too. What was the thing you thought it might be? 
Pineapple Express. Are you ruling that out? Yes, let's rule that out. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was my only thought, too. Yeah. Um, 2009. Simmons, David Keckner. All right, so Steve gets the point All if right. we were still playing, but it's really, it's over. But, yeah, uh, Dan, get, Dan told him to name it. I'm still giving the point to you, though. <laughs> yes, I got a point. Oh. You're my favorite, KJ. <laughs> Thanks. Do you know KJ Simmons? <laughs> Do you guys want everything? Yeah, also in this movie, Ben Affleck, Kristen Wiig, Mila oh. Kunis, oh. and Jason Bateman. It's called Extract. Oh. Mike Judge film from uh, yeah, you know, yeah. out of the Austin area where you spent did some time. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. <laughs> did you ever see it? I did see it. It but... is laugh out loud funny when yeah. Jason Bateman takes a bong hit. Yeah. It's really funny. It's it's CGI. It's not real, but it's so fucking funny. Also, T.J. Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T.J. Miller's in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a but not band. listed. His part's too small. Aww. I think Nick Thune's in that, too, isn't he? Maybe. I don't know. They're in the same Someone's, band, maybe. We have a confirmation. Okay. It is fact now. Nick Thune is in it. He does what? He works at a guitar shop. You're three rows away and you did the thing with your hands like a megaphone. <laughs> the Ricola like guy couldn't. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the Ricola guy? <laughs> All right. I'm going to say three shitheads here at the end, very end because I like the one that Jurassic Laura, <laughs> Jurassic Park suggested, is a better one than these other two. I mean, we'll see. Maybe you guys will know something I don't know, but I'm pretty sure these aren't going to get a laugh. But uh, we'll find out. Steve, do you got anything to promote? Is there a place here in town where people can come and see you, KJ? Uh, come and see me at the Local 22 on State and Hubbard, uh, five nights a week, Tuesday through Saturday, karaoke. We have a good time. Come and see me. Yay! Steve Archer! Yeah. Yeah. About the fourth or fifth uh, guest we've had on the show that's like a non, uh, you know, comedian, actor, writer, director, you know, anything like that. Uh, Dan Telfer, got some shows coming up. This is probably going to plop in a few days. Uh, May 10th through 12th, I'll be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Love that place. It's a lovely place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, go see him there, you guys. And Brandon Walsh, what do you got coming up? New phone. <laughs> I don't have my calendar. My calendar's in my phone. I don't fucking oh, know where no. I'm going to be. I think I'm going to be in Denver at some point. Maybe here, too. I think I'm coming here in like a month or two. Not here, here, but somewhere. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to say it then. Let's, if you're not playing zanies, you're, you're, you're dead to us. Well, maybe you could book me right now. Okay. <laughs> Hurry. You got to play zanies, especially, you know that bit you do where you need uh, four microphones? Yeah, yeah. They will be ready for you. My, my press conference bit. <laughs> <laughs> You've got like a BrendanWalsh.com or something? Oh, yeah, BrendanWalsh.com. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I had a few things I want to mention. Uh, New York Gramercy Theater. Oh, listen to the Bone Zone. My podcast. Sorry, my podcast is called the Bone Zone. Look that up. It's coming back to me now. You're always with the fucking late plugs. I'm sorry. Like I say, what are your plugs? You just stammer and stumble and say shit about your phone. Oh, I'm on and Twitter. As soon I'm as on I Twitter. Oh, Dan's on Twitter. Everybody. 
Sorry. <laughs> I'll be at the Gramercy Theater doing Douglas movies on Monday, June 11th. Um, another Douglas movies taping will happen at the Tipsy Crow in San Diego on July 11th uh, during Comic-Con week. Uh, Pittsburgh Improv stand-up and Letterman game uh, against Graham Elwood on July 28th and 29th at 420. All dates, deets, and links at DougLovesMovies.com. One more time for my guest, Steve Archer. <laughs> Dan Horsehead Telfer. <laughs> Brendan the Beard Walsh. <laughs> Thanks to you for coming, you guys. You bought your tickets way in advance. I appreciate it. Thanks to Zany's Comedy Club here in uh, the heart of Chicago. And as always, Mike Bridenstein? Is that how you pronounce it? Mike Bridenstine is a shithead? See, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. And the, <laughs> the Midnight Rambler is a shithead. See what I'm saying? <laughs> but Lurassic Park says Coldplay is a shithead. Yeah! <laughs> Nobody said now it was easy. There's no room in his heart for you, because God. 